Now, since beginning in 2018, Sanctuary Runners has seen over 12,000 people attending their events. And if you're not in any way athletic, don't be put off, as at the heart of these events is community and integration. To tell us more, I'm joined by my friend, Graham Clifford, CEO, and who I met through Sanctuary Runners, uh, full disclosure, and Zimbabwean <laughs> native and asylum seeker, Patience. Hello, Patience. How are you? Okay, You're well, both very you. welcome. Good to see you both. Good to in, see you, in, your, in your running T-shirts, all done, of ready course, to go. Now, Graham, we chatted to you before about the mm. impact your organisation is having. Uh, but Patience, we'd love to hear your story about arriving in Ireland. So take us back to late January, early February. Uh, so I would say I was just at home. Uh, normally, that's when everything started for me to move. Uh, so it was it was just a rush, I would say, like uh, just pick up and go, just pick what you can. You have to move, so that kind of of an environment. So yeah, I just picked up my whole life, left friends, family, and yeah. And how did you learn about Ireland being your new potential home? Uh, so it wasn't like you can pick up a, a place to say. So uh, I, I found myself traveling to Ireland. That's uh, can say yeah. Uh, and at that point, have you, had you ever lived abroad? No, 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 not at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what do you remember about your time traveling in transit to get here? Uh, I was. It was just an emotional place. I would say uh, I had no idea. It was just a journey. It was just like a dream. I would say it was his. Uh, if you can ask me about my journey, I wouldn't remember much about it. Mm. Because, of the stress. because of the stress of what I was going through and all what was happening. Okay. And were you time. in contact with your family? No. No. I wasn't. Yeah. And what happened when you eventually did arrive? So I just didn't know anything. You don't know where you are, but they say you have arrived. So yeah, uh, at the airport from there, you take into, uh, now that I know it's IPO and, and yeah, uh, when you get there, that's when you can now talk to say, this is what's happening. This is why I find myself here. And you were brought to an accommodation centre. Yeah. And what was that like? Uh, you're just getting a place, you like, uh, this is your bed, this is where you're going to sleep, uh, given this dinner is this time, lunch is this time, breakfast is this time. Just like the normal rules and regulations and stuff. And then you close the door. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's when they told that, yeah. So you're completely removed, you're in a room, closed door. Yes. So... You found yourself in a very dark place, did yeah. you? What was it like? So uh, at that moment, it was a place of saying, uh, "You now everything is playing back. You're now uh, going back to how you got here, what's happening. Now you're starting to worry, to say at home, I wonder if my son is okay. Because, yeah, what I mean, is this, is, this is the, the bit that really strikes me. You have yeah. to leave behind your four-year-old son. Yeah. So uh, at that moment, when I go to the accommodation center, it was when you are alone, that's when you start to, to, to look back, to think now, uh, either you're going depression, I'll say, you get so emotional, you get so hurt, you're regretting everything. Yeah. I, I'm so impressed and pleased that you're here to tell your story. People really need to hear and understand this. It's really important stuff. I mean, I assume... You plan that your son will eventually join you here. Is that the hope? Of course, of course, that's the hope. Yeah. And are you in touch with him? 
Yes, now 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 we communicate, yeah. Okay, and how is he? He's a good too many stories to tell every <laughs> okay, day. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Yeah. So uh, then you hear about, how did you hear about the Sanctuary Runners? Ah, uh, in the morning I was just going to get my breakfast. I see a pamphlet. I'm like, oh, okay, Sanctuary Runners. I go read and then I go to my phone. I started Googling what is Sanctuary Runners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then there's a contact there where you can, how you can join the group. Uh, I think I just sent a, a, an email. And they responded, yeah. And what did they say? Don't worry if you don't run. They no, were... uh, actually, they asked for my number. Oh, I gave her, I sent my number. And Deirdre, she's like, oh, don't worry, I'll come pick you up in the morning where I send me your address. Amazing. I'm like, oh, my gosh, okay. <laughs> Saturday morning, 8.45, I'm standing at the gate. She's like, just look out for the blue T-shirt that you saw on the pamphlet. Yeah. And then there she was. Picked you uh, up. She picked me up, yeah. And what did she explain to you about the organisation? What did she tell you it was? She said, it's uh, just, we just go for a run. If you can't run, you can walk. Uh, you're just going to make friends. You just, just go have fun. Just to get out, clear your head, fresh air. It's nice. And she said to me, it's by the sea. So I love what I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. When I saw the place, I was like, wow, it's so beautiful. Because it was the first time to actually get out of the accommodation center for me. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was beautiful. And uh, I remember when I was in the car, we were driving there. And then she kept explaining, this is the stadium. We're passing a stadium. I'm like, wow, it's so beautiful. You know, like she was telling me about the area. And I didn't know where I was. So I'll ask her, what is this area called? What is this area called? Yeah, so. It sounds amazing. It was, it? Yeah. yeah. It was. So are you a runner? Just to say, like, because people, my sister's always saying, do you have to run? I'm like, no, you can walk. No, no, you no, don't no, I'm not a runner. Because the first day when I went there, I was just wearing jeans <laughs> and uh So of convents. course you didn't, you didn't have? I didn't have, yeah. So I was wearing jeans and convents. And she gave me a T-shirt. She's like, no, I'll sort you out with the shoes. Don't worry. And she's like, so how fast can you run? <laughs> yeah. So me thinking I'm from Africa, you know, <laughs> I'm strong. I'm like, I'll finish 5K. I think 25 minutes. Is that That's what you did? Good. That's really good. No. Stop. Uh, yeah. I, I did not oh, yeah. you didn't I do didn't. it? Oh, you didn't. I was running with Paul. Okay. Um, how did you do? How did you do? So you thought you'd do it in 25K, but you didn't. You weren't as fit as you thought you were. I'm even embarrassed. I'm sure she's <laughs> laughing if she's listening. I was the last. I ended up walking. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> but at least you were out, right? Yeah. And you were doing it. And so you started to meet people, network with people. I did, yeah. And I started uh, meeting people, amazing, amazing people. And through Sanctuary Runners, you, you found out about a construction course. Yeah. Uh, from the because you know when you get to the I, I didn't have much information I would say I was saying to Graham now that you know what when you come you just go into your room you don't even want to talk to people you just stay by yourself crying yourself to sleep but when I started going to Sanchar Runners you find people there from different countries uh, who are in a different process like because it's all stages of course so um, I get I got a lot of information like a lot of information where you can volunteer, how you can volunteer, where you can apply for courses to go to school. This is your life now. What you can do like to give back to the communities, things like that. So it wasn't just about, it's not about just running. 
you have make friends and you talk over tea after the run. So, so Graeme, that's you're the creator of this amazing initiative. Um, some four years ago now, I think. Yeah, nearly six. Oh wow, mm. wow. So just to, uh, anybody who who may not have heard of what Sanctuary Runners is, give us explain it a little bit, just so we can yeah. get context. Yeah, yeah. So so basically, um, back in 2018, I looked around and I thought there isn't really a way for. Irish people and people coming from elsewhere, those seeking international protection or or people who've come for other reasons to Ireland, indeed, uh, for them to come together regularly and get to know each other and get to better understand each other and so on. So um, I went for a run one day and, and thought, oh, running is an easy way to do this. And so it's about um, often, Brendan, when people talk about refugees or asylum seekers coming to Ireland, they focus on the integration of the refugee or asylum seeker. But integration is a two-way street. It has to be. I love the way you talk about this. Yeah, yeah. explain it, it, that now. It, it, like there, integration doesn't work unless uh, both sides come together. The meaning of the Latin meaning of the word integration, if you go back and look at it, it's about the coming together. So it, it's it's as important that the farmer in West Cork. Uh, um, or the the plumber in Dublin um, is aware of the need for for them as well to give of themselves a bit and to to welcome and to open their mind and to get to know people. Otherwise, it doesn't work. You you, you know, it can't just work. You just reminded me yeah. of the story. I think I read uh, you once were quoted saying about a farmer in West Cork. I think who came <laughs> and he got amazing. Tell me about that story again. Yeah, it was somebody who he himself would would say he'd never really crossed the county bounds. You know, he was a man who lived and worked all his life in Cork and uh, he went to a park run one day and he saw a Nigerian lady uh, wearing um, a sanctuary runner top and he emailed and he said, what's all this about? <laughs> and I thought, oh God, this is going to go one of two ways. Yeah. Uh, and I explained to him, he had no idea what direct provision was. He'd never really He didn't spoken, know what it was. Not a clue. Wow. He'd never even heard of it. And he uh, had never really spoken to anybody uh, who uh, was from, we'll say, a country in Africa or the Middle East or anything like that. And I explained what it was and he said, well, well that sounds kind of interesting. I'd like to get involved. And he went from that to being like an organiser, an amazing person who helps people who just gets on with it in a lovely way. And one day after our park run, we had a big crowd at this particular park run one day, about 60 people. And after the park run, he said, do you want to come back to mine? And I said, who me? And he said, no, all of you. And I said, (laughs) well, can we? And he said, come on, we'll have sandwiches and cake and whatever. So we went back to his farmhouse. We had singing and dancing and tea. There was people milking the cows out the back, lads on the (laughs) tractor out the front. I don't know, 20 nationalities. It was just how it should be. And and sometimes we really overcomplicate the whole area of integration and community integration and immigration. And ah, people, their minds explode, far right and all the whole... It's simple. Treat people with respect, regardless of where they come from. And that's what's good, not just for the person coming in from outside, but it's what our community should be doing, the communities we want to live in and the communities we want our kids to grow up in. And I, I love the way in that article I read that the, art, the, the farmer said he got so much more than he gave, yeah. even though he entertained six people. He was getting a, a, a world experience. Do you know yesterday you had the thing about the Gallup poll you mentioned it this morning as well, which said just say hello to X yeah. amount of yes. people every yeah. day. That's it. Yeah. The, the, the bridge between not knowing and then living in ignorance and then that vacuum where not nonsense information and hate and so on can prosper and the point where you actually know so then 
you can say, well, no, actually, that's not right, because I have a friend from Pakistan. I have a friend from Zimbabwe. The difference is tiny. The difference yeah. is saying hello. I used to do a thing in communities where I'd say, ask one question. That's it. The fellow who gives you the coffee on a Tuesday morning at the coffee cart that you know it's from somewhere else. What Next Tuesday, ask him a question. And people might be listening to this and say, well, I don't know. What can I do? Open your front door, walk outside and make an effort to uh, create a connection with somebody else because you never know the positive impact that will have. Patience, how has uh, it been acclimatising to Irish life? We love talking about how difficult it is to acclimatise here. <laughs> how, how have you found it? Oh my gosh, he's a... Uh, <laughs> what do you think so, of the weather? <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, we don't. Just take, just carry your rain jacket. Hot summer the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, you spoke at a school recently. Tell me about that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I did a, uh, a course. It's a retrofit insulation. Oh. Yeah, so yeah, I go there um, to get more experience. I volunteer, oh, but so it's uh, it's amazing. Also. I had registered for courses like in uh, starting school now in September. And what were you studying? Uh, uh, I had registered for Nissan. Okay, okay perfect. Yeah, but uh, I love retrofitting. <laughs> Do you? I'm, well, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, bother, it's a, like a big industry now. It is, it is. I spent the last hour outside talking about retrofitting. Yeah. Not what I thought. Let's get your number, patients. I actually need a bit of, need a bit of help with the old retro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me. Um, it's a very obvious question, but I'd love to hear your take on it. What are the big differences you've noticed about life in Ireland compared to life in Zimbabwe? So it's the legal things, hey, like just getting out of the bus, saying thank you. You know, uh, we take those things for granted, but they, we don't have the, we don't do that at home. But yeah, it's the people like you'll be like, wow, you're showing gratitude to uh, to people, to community and you get on with it. Uh, it's saying uh, thank you if someone gives you something at the shops, even if you're buying something. So it's the level of, uh, I would say, community. Like it's. You're saying really we're polite. Very polite. Really? Wow. Very, we'll take that. Polite, yeah? I'll take that. Yeah. Very uh, and what about? Uh, I mean, it's on the list here, and I'm fascinated. But what about food? How are you finding food? Uh, are you so missing anything? I I am missing. Uh, I'm missing sadza. What's that? It's a, it's a, it's <laughs> very complicated. It's a, it's from it from corn. It's our staple food. It's very amazing, and we can't get it here unless if you have to cook it yourself. So we've had people like Paul had offered me to come cook at his house. Oh, very <laughs> good. Point, yeah. Paul's a sanctuary runner. Oh, Paul's good. a sanctuary runner. Yeah. He, so also Deirdre, she always posts if you want to go cook. You can go cook at a place. I think there's a kitchen there. They give us a sanctuary runner's kitchen to go, go cook there. So the food, yeah, because the food at the direct provision, uh, it's not... You uh, can't cook there, no? No, you can't cook there. So you just get what you're given in the menu for that day, which is amazing, but... Uh, you would miss your staple food, things that you eat every day. Of course you yeah. would, of course you would. So anybody who might be in your situation or if any listeners know of someone in your situation, what would you like to share about your experience with Sanctuary Runners? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, guys, I always say that just go out. It's the first day. Uh, the first day I went, I never, I never looked back. I keep going like it's a day where I would look forward to Saturday morning. I look forward to the park run. So... I would say you just go out there. If you see, even if it's a blue T-shirt outside, just ask, say, hi, how can I join you? It's not very complicated. They're very welcoming. 
They're really, really, really amazing people in the group, yeah. Got a lovely text here. Brendan, the Sanctuary Runners are joining the 200th Tolka Valley Park Run in Finglas tomorrow. Search <laughs> Tolka Valley Park Run Facebook for more details. Dear Lynch, thanks very much in Glass Nevin. Thank you. So this is everywhere now. Yeah, I mean, we started it off and we tried to... I was working as a, as a broadcaster. Uh, um, I was working on the Drive Time programme on Radio 1 and I was uh, working as a feature writer at the time and I was busy out and I thought, well, we'll get a group in the Cork City Marathon in 2018. Um, and I had four kids. I thought, that's it. We'll just do that now. That'll be great. And, and point made, maybe we'll do it every year. And then we did the run and people said, can I start it in Sligo? Can I start it in Dublin? Which is Which is the vision, right? Which yeah. is what you want. People just to go and take the idea yeah. and mm. do it in their own towns, which is so clever. Yeah, well, well, I think it's so simple as well, Brendan. You know, yeah. the great thing about running, and, and you know this as a runner, it's it's very egalitarian or a walker or a jogger. Yeah. It's one foot in front of the other. It doesn't matter if you come from Zimbabwe or Kerry as I do. It, it You know, it is what it is. It is and that shoulder to shoulder element is very good and what I what I what I love about it particularly is that the focus is on solidarity rather than charity Brendan because you know a lot of the initiatives that work with uh, asylum seekers and refugees there's a charitable element and so it's I'm giving you there's almost a pity element okay and I've never met a refugee who wants my pity yeah I've met people who want my respect and that's yeah. and, and that should be given um so that's a kind of difference too but no you're right it's everywhere and we're hoping to grow it internationally it's so well. clever and I wonder did you know how clever it was right because when you're doing something physical you're distracted right so it doesn't matter if your English isn't perfect it yeah. doesn't matter if you've no money yeah. it, you're all on the road with your feet doing something yeah. that well, I've noticed I, when I'm in a car driving with somebody when we're both facing the same direction people open up yeah. they're more relaxed because they're, they're, totally. they're distracted by other little things so stuff comes out so first of all that's genius so people are equal and I love that there's an equalness to it and you have the, there's a singing group as well that well, that's separate. That's, that's a, a separate, separate initiative. Yeah. yeah one town, one voice. Uh, same kind of premise that you're using something to bring people together. Yeah. yeah. So the focus is on something. It's not some people, as I said before, get overwhelmed by integration and all of that. So you say, OK, forget that for a minute. Just come and run together. Yeah. And so it's happening by us. It's lovely. You know? It's a lovely And idea. do you know what I love with the running? I don't know if you ever got this. I love the shared silences. Yes. Know? Yeah. They're powerful. When mm-hmm. you're a bit wrecked. When you're totally wrecked and you're looking <laughs> at the finish line. And some, and some really fit young fella starts asking you, where are you from? You're like, stop talking to me. <laughs> but look, I've, there's a quote here and I just say again, there's 46% of sanctuary runners have never run before. So you don't have to be a super runner, right? No. To get involved. Oh God, no. Would you say? You walked yeah. your first one. Are you running uh, now? Now I'm running. Yes, I even drew the marathons. Hey, well done. But, uh, I'm at the last, last. Oh, congratulations. Okay. Congrats. I finish. <laughs> But I mean, we've people who've had, you know, we've, we've a lady um, in West Dublin who would have come from another country and had a, a stroke after she came. She's out there every Saturday walking, you know, and then we've Olympians, you know, uh, like we've had great support from the likes of Rashid Adeleke, who's gone to the Worlds next uh, this weekend and all the top athletes and people like Sonia Sullivan and all those have been great to us. We've partnered now with the Olympic Federation of Ireland and Permanent TSB for our sanctuary run on the 1st of October at the Sport Ireland Complex. So you're, you're we're kind of getting support from across the board, which is great. I, I always wanted, I suppose, Brendan, for this to be a mainstream thing, not yep. something over there, some liberal, mm. uh, you know, left-leaning thing, you know, that this is for everybody. And even for people who aren't sure what they think about in regards to immigration, why don't you come along, have a run and see? Yeah. See for yourself. 
Yeah, I, I think power is in human stories, as as, as we know always. But you, there's also sanctuary swimmers. We better talk about that because sure. then we're going to talk about hill walkers. Yeah. yeah. So 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 we you know really our priority is the running, and we're really focused on the running and running, running, running. And then somebody said, "What about swimming?" And we went, "Oh Lord!" But then we said, "Okay, there's something in this." So we started last year, we had a pilot in Cork with Swim Ireland, uh, who are great partners. And we started this uh, open sea swimming group. And it was amazing, actually. The water is another dimension. Yeah. They said, you know, initially people were saying we, we could do it in a swimming pool. And I said, no, I want the hard stones. Yeah. I want the seaweed. I want the rain. <laughs> yeah. A real authentic experience. Yeah. And so this year we have sanctuary swimmer groups in, we're, we're doing one starting next week in Dollyman Strand. We've had Bray and we've had Dunmore East and we're doing one in Myrtleville and Salt Hill. And it's the same premise that you're using something to bring people together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's people when they get into so, the water, they feel so much braver as a big group. During the pandemic, I think people like me, I'm a, I'm a COVID runner. Yeah. I had nothing else to do. So I started running and I'm a COVID sea swimmer now. I had nothing else to do. So we just would walk to the mm-hmm. sea and just get in. Yeah. But the benefits are amazing. Also, like, like running, when you get into cold water like there's yeah. a lot of silence and yeah. squealing right it's great equality it's, it's, that's great <laughs> but uh, now we've gone next to the next level mm. the sanctuary hill walkers literally the next level the next yes. level up a hill from, from sea to land yeah yeah so uh, somebody suggested you know have you considered hill walking um, and um, when you think about it, you know, we're blessed in this country with, with, with beautiful, beautiful walks, yeah. beautiful mountains, yeah. uh, walking clubs, walking groups and so on. So we said, OK, let's let's think about it. But we needed a partner and we were really lucky. The guys at the Centre for Peace and Reconciliation in Glen Cree, who next year are 50 years old, they do amazing work. I, I know you know of it, Brendan, as well. And it's in a beautiful place. So we're partnering with them. And tomorrow we're going to have an event where we're having over 60 people across about 13 nationalities coming together to go on a walk in Glen Cree. We'll have music, we'll have singing. I might even sing myself. I don't know. We're yeah. going to have food. <laughs> Patience, I've you down to sing. Yeah. Um, and then the vision is that then Sanctuary Hill Walkers would then spread like Sanctuary Runners across the country and integration yeah. will be made more, even yeah. more possible. Totally. And, and the whole thing is about using sport yeah. in a simple, sustainable way to bring communities together because it is not a nice to have. It is simply intrinsic. Listen, uh, we had the privilege of having Patience, Noel and Deirdre visit our primary school in Swords. Yeah, That's come in. It made such an impact <laughs> on our children. Thank you from Peter and all at Swords ETNS. And then somebody said, Sanctuary Sport, a great subject for a movie. <gasps> There's an idea. Who is going to play Patience? There's, 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 there's no, play yourself? Play oh, sorry, yourself, sorry. Play, play yourself. Of course you are. <laughs> patience, uh, it's been a, an absolute charm to meet you and I hope you get to see your four-year-old son very, very soon. Um, and best of luck at everything. And uh, full disclosure, I am doing the Santry Hill Walk tomorrow. <laughs> Me and the dog. Me and Nancy will be up the hill. So we'll see you in the morning up in Glen Cree. And thank you so much as always, uh, Graham. Great to see you guys. Best great of luck with everything. Have a lovely weekend. See you tomorrow. Let's take a break. Okay.